Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and fix this next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Welcome everyone to today's podcast in which I'm joined by a guest who actually I thought was a lot further away from me but isn't located too far from me uh, in a nearby city and it's Robert uh, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly. Uh, Robert Indres? Yes. Am I close? <laughs> close, yeah. yes. Yeah. Close but not right. So listeners will get to hear what that is in a, in a second then. Um, so Robert is quite special as a guest because he has been interviewed for entrepreneur.com as an international tycoon. I've never been called a tycoon, so that's something that I'm very envious of. And in the last five years alone, Robert has generated over 100 million US dollars for his clients whilst building an empire of his own. He currently owns eight businesses generating seven figures yearly, which have grown steadily month after month, even during the global pandemic. Uh, With operations on four continents and thousands of clients all over the world, Robert is providing jobs to hundreds of people in five different industries. What Robert likes most is connecting with people, and this is really important for this podcast, helping helping them achieve true wealth. And thus far, he's travelled over 100,000 miles across 17 countries to deliver keynote speeches to over 10,000 people in three different languages something else I'm envious of. Uh, And currently, Robert works as a wealth advisor, helping his clients create more and more wealth for themselves by sharing his insights and answering every single question with his community that they ask in his monthly wealth summits. Thank you for being on today's podcast. What an introduction. Thank you so much. Uh, I I shock myself when I hear someone else read that. I'm like, (laughs) Um, it doesn't feel like it in the day to day, you know, when you look back, then, then, then you're like, oh, well, yes. So I must have done something right, yeah. you know, but, uh, an international tycoon as well. That's, that's quite an acclamation, isn't it? So that's, that's, that's great. So, um, so typically you don't, you don't really, uh, get a tycoon title unless you own a significant amount of businesses and yeah. international is because you know it literally we have operations in 18 different countries so that's how they came up with that yeah 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 i like that (laughs) so i've got to ask the question then because i I should have asked this before we started and i'm not a language speaker so again i'm very envious of that Uh, how do i pronounce your last name i'm I'm not going to pronounce it again so don't worry i'm not going (laughs) to insult you but just for the listeners um how how do you how is it pronounced so, so if they didn't read the, the show, it's I-N-D-R-I-E-S, right? Yep. Um, in Romania, where I was born, I was born, born right on the border between Hungary and Romania. So I'm half-half. Okay. I'm actually Hungarian and Romanian. Okay. Um, and the, the name itself is Romanian and is pronounced Indriesh. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So it's, a, it's a, a, an esh on the end. Yes, it's like an S H, yeah. like uh, you know a shoe. So Indriesh, yeah. Indriesh, 
Mm-hmm. That's, that's yes. closer. I'm, 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 I'm closer at that, so I'll stick with that, <laughs> and I'll just call you Robert from now on. So that's okay. Good. Um, so let's let's get the, the the chat of what we're drinking today um, mm-hmm. going then. Uh, and I, I always ask listeners, my guests now, what it is they're drinking because you know we've talked enough about tap water and plain water. But Robert, you've got something quite unique, I think, in your water. So tell us what you're drinking today and why. So I've um, I've started drinking this a while ago. Um, I'm very into health in general and everything yeah. that has to do with uh, living a, uh, a life with meaning, a life uh, lived consciously. Because that for me is very important. So I, I don't just drink anything. I don't eat anything. You know, I, I'm conscious about everything. Yeah. And so within my studies, I I noticed that uh, fasting is very important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it allows the body to reset, it uh, heals, and so on. Uh, not long ago, we finished a 17 day fast with my wife. Yeah. Great. Uh, which uh, went. Uh, it was a bit more difficult than we expected it to be, but it was still good. And um, on this journey, um, these people that you know know what they're talking about in terms of yeah. uh, healing your body, they say that when you have, let's say, a longer window since you've eaten. So let's say you eat in the evening at um, seven. Yeah. And then your next meal is maybe at uh, 9 a.m. So that's 14 hours. Yeah. So that means you're like when you wake up, your your stomach is basically empty. And so on that empty stomach, it helps a lot to drink um, water with a couple teaspoons, like half half a liter of water. I don't know how much that is yeah. ounces. I'm sorry, but half a liter of water. Then uh, two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar. Yep. And uh, with the mother, it says it's a very weird thing to say, but that's how like it yep. says not not pasteurized or whatever. So like original apple cider vinegar with the mother, and then um, uh, you salt it with uh, turmeric, right? right? So the apple cider vinegar has very useful bacteria for the gut, and it helps the gut heal. It helps it. You know, do what it should do. It helps cleanse. You know, it helps the entire digestive system. Yeah. And turmeric is one of the best, if not the best, anti-inflammatories out there. Natural anti-inflammatory, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, almost all of the food we eat, um, if you know it has bread or sugar or whatever, you know, things of that nature, it, it provokes inflammation in the body. So if you uh, eat a little bit of turmeric in your water. I mean, you don't feel it. It's just a yeah. little bit, right? Like you just drink it. Uh, that helps the body. Yeah. Well, the, there's two important things there that I'm really pleased with. Um, one, you're a fan of fasting. So I'm a big fasting fan. I've mentioned it in other podcasts. So I think the longest fast I've done uh, was for 21 days. And um, there becomes a tipping point, and you'll have been through this, where yeah, it becomes easier. I, I find day three and day four very difficult and then it gets mm-hmm. easier and then it starts to get harder when you get towards the, the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And I completely re- agree with, with you. It's very good for the body, very good for restarting those, for me, sugar cravings and everything else. It's like turning the computer off and turning it back on again. 
Um, interesting you mentioned apple cider and turmeric because we keep horses at home. I'm not suggesting what you drink is anything like what the horses have, but when we have a horse that has an inflammation, we have a, 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 a somebody who comes and does sort of natural therapies with the horses and apple cider vinegar and turmeric are the things that they get us to give the horses because they're so effective. Yes. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, the rest of the animal world knows it. Mm. People who work with the animal world, world know it. Why don't we know more about these things that can help us so naturally? And you're right, it's such a good anti-inflammatory. Uh, and the, looking after the gut, you know, we can do it in so many different ways as well. So, uh, yes, thanks for that masterclass in water with apple cider vinegar, unpasteurised and everything else, just natural uh, and, and turmeric as well. So, uh, yeah, and, and it, there's a reason some ancient cultures cook with things like that as well, isn't they? Yeah. It's like the Chinese using ginger so yeah. much. Ginger is so healthy for us. We should all eat yes. more ginger in our diet as well. So We uh, do at yeah. home. We do. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> so so thinking uh, about that and that that purpose that you have of doing things because of intent and because of you know what you want to achieve out of it, in your own business or businesses, what have what have you been working on that's been significant or that's been evolving? What have what have you with purpose been working on recently? Well, um, I I have a very specific philosophy of, of operating business, uh, mm -hmm. which is that uh, I tend to focus very significantly on the people that we work with um, yeah. to the point in which they are put on the first place. So in many businesses, they say, you know, the client is always right or the client is on the first place, yeah. whatever. In, in my businesses, it's always the employee that's on the first place, right? So ah, okay. the employee is number one, no matter what happens. Employee is number one. It is so much harder to find a good employee, so much easier to find a client, right? So true. So um, I, I care about the employees much more. And this has helped me a lot in, in, in my journey, but it has also um, provoked um, a lot of pain because not everyone deserves this level of, of dedication and commitment towards their well-being, mm. towards, towards their development and so on. Um, I have found that over 50%, um, I'm being very generous when I say 50, yeah, I, yeah. I almost said 80, but I don't want, I don't actually know the statistics I yeah, need yeah. to check, but it's definitely more than half of the people I've worked with, I can tell you did not deserve the level of commitment we had towards them. Yeah. And so we've had that backfire in multiple occasions however it was always a bit more controlled it has happened and and even because it was controlled we always grew like we had um, three figure growth months every um, every year growing you know 128 percent 467 percent i mean we've had crazy crazy years we've we've done so so many millions every year and you know it's been constant growth for nine years, every single wow. year. Growth, yeah. growth, growth, growth. And then last year, or in the last 12 months, 
we've had significant issues and we've had cash flow issues and so on and so forth. And we've had those because we had a management team um, in one of the businesses, as in two businesses, the management team was yeah. off, but in one of them, the damages were a bit less. Okay. Uh, in the other one, the damages were significant. We lost around $2 million total as a result of uh, uh, management decisions and, you know, how the, the, because we had certain people in management that were discussing a lot about change and positively impacting cash flows and, and projects and so on, but very little being done hmm. in that yeah. sense. So imagine we, we used to have not so long ago months where, you know, we had income of, I don't know, 170 grand in a month and costs yeah. of 250 something thousand that same wow. month. Yeah, yeah. Which is horrible. I mean, or like yeah. such, you're hemorrhaging, like you, aren't you? That you're hemorrhaging like crazy, yeah. and yeah. the leadership team wouldn't be acting right. Like if if that if I would yeah. be fully fully taking responsibility as a director, right? I would not allow that to happen. Not even for a single month, let alone for so many consecutive months. Yeah, that it happened, right? So um, we lost reputation. We lost clients. We lost like quite a bit. And um, now we're sort of back on track. I need to take a look now at the numbers. I'm actually looking at them tomorrow um, because yeah. we, we always take a look at financials for every month. Um, this month is just uh, they're coming in a bit late because people are on vacation and so on. But I'm going to take a look at that. Hopefully we're already back on track. If not uh, this month, we're all like the forecast was already that this month will be back on track. So it's fine. Yeah. But we said maybe maybe we're a bit ahead of schedule because we we started um, getting back on track after we let some people go and you know we said okay like this isn't working um, and so what I wanted to get to here is that um, I have had this principle of helping the person no matter what. Yep. The issue is that many people do not want truly to do yep. better. They do not yep. truly want to do better, right? They, they say they want to, and they, they come up with all of these amazing excuses as to why it hasn't happened yet, you know, why this, why that, why the other. But if you take a look at the KPIs, if you take a look at the results, like something, for example, this year that was discussed in January, yep. that they needed to do in January, Followed up in February, wasn't done yet. Followed up in March, wasn't done yet. Yeah. In April, I said, now, now, yeah. what are we doing? Well, yeah. this, well, that, well, the other. I don't care. It's been yeah. four months, not one uh, month, not two months, not three months, right? Yeah. You've, have over, you've had over three months to implement these things that we agreed should have been implemented three months ago. This is, that's it. Yeah. You have no more time. That there is no more tomorrow. You yeah. need to do this today. So those discussions were not easy. No, they were I, very I, difficult to have. <laughs> and I think some of the listeners will be saying, "Well, that's a bit harsh, you know. Uh, all these people that, you know, that don't don't want to, etc." But I mean, I've been in business long enough to agree with every single thing that you've said, and I think yeah. you're right. The fifty percent should be higher, uh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And there are some people. That for some positions, actually, that's okay. And there are some. There's always another business they can go to where actually 
they can perform. But it's interesting what you said there because I've seen quite a few businesses, probably about four or five years ago, who had really good members of their team who said they wanted to do better. They wanted to be a manager. They wanted to be a supervisor. They they wanted more money, so they were happy to do these extra things. So the, the employer, the, the business owner, gave them the opportunity and they became the worst employee in the world. You know, uh, yeah, one business um, that I know, and I, I, shan't, I shan't name them, but they had this really, really trusted person and they would trust this person with their house, with their family, with their dogs, and they turned them into a manager and they went on holiday and left the business. And this person, who had been trustworthy for three or four years, became the least trustworthy person in that business. They were taking time off. They were taking money from the business. You know, they say they want to do it, but very few people, I completely agree with you, very few people actually do follow through and do what they say. And I think as employers and as uh, as business owners, we have to recognise that if you've got somebody who is really great at doing what they do, just because they say they want more, consider carefully about giving it them. Because you can you can create a really bad employee, a really bad employee, you know, a team member. Yeah, um, I found solutions to. So I'm a civil engineer by trade. I, okay. I finished uh, civil engineering, and uh, I love thinking in um, in circuits and yeah. uh, you know in redundancies and in optimization of flows yeah. and so on and so forth. So I I found solutions for. Uh, I'm guessing almost anything by now. Um, yep. We've we've had the pleasure of working with many many businesses, and in, in, um, I think it was 19 different sectors thus far. And yep. so we've seen what works and what doesn't in in every sector. Um, and it's it's very interesting because there is a solution and there is a better way of doing it. Like for example, when you promote someone, there's a foolproof strategy you can use that yeah. uh, I, you know, I now use. And if that strategy will 100% guarantee that that person will be good or should not continue in that role, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's, it's literally because it can go either way, by the way. Yeah. So the yeah. strategy and, and it, is... And it is a simple choice, isn't it? It's a yes, yes. or no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so in my case... Um, I think it would have been naive of me to to not expect that um, my shortcomings will eventually um, have um, some more severe, let's yeah. say, uh, repercussions. Because after nine years of growth, it would be naive to think that you know any any day now, right? Yeah. Like any day now, like how many decades do you want to keep growing, you know, without having a decline? Yeah. Um, and I tell this to people all the time because uh, not everyone's business is stellar all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had the fortune of having almost always stellar um, years every yeah. year in, as a portfolio. And people would just say, oh, you have this figured out, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, any day, guys, any day yeah. it can happen. Any, like, do not get cocky, <laughs> you know, like, don't get arrogant, you know, like, no. Any day it can happen. You don't know your shortcomings. That it's that's it, there's it a can, reason. It can be an external thing as well, can't yeah. it? You know, you look at what's happened in yeah. the world in the last two yes. two and a half years. 
you know, it might not even be you. It could be yeah. something externally that has a, a complete impact on the business. Yes, it can. You can avoid that as well. And you can yeah. you can adapt to that as well. And we've had clients that we've helped adapt so, so well that they've actually made money. Like yeah. all of our clients have made money during the, the pandemic. And this for us is very important. This is like the, these are our bragging rights, right? This is yeah. this is how we say we know what we're doing, because at the end of the day, um, you still want to grow your business or at least maintain it at the same level. You don't want it to fall right dur yeah. during uh, during a pandemic. But if you're not going to adapt, if you're not willing, you're scared or whatever, you know, um, then then you, you just need to suffer the consequences. Um, and so that's what I wanted to say. There's a reason why it's called short sightedness. You mm. cannot see it coming. You can't because it's like only someone else can see it or you can just keep trying to be one step ahead. But who has time for that? I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, at one point, you I mean, there's only so far you can go with your foresight. At, at, at some point, your short sightedness yeah. will get to you. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. Um, I remember you just taking me back to a quote that in my youth, somebody gave me when I first started uh, in, in work and I was employed. And somebody said to me, if you're only ever keeping one step ahead, you're always looking over your shoulder. And I always remembered that, you know, because there, there is that fear, you know, as well as being one step ahead, it's what I call the clown effect. You know, you're going to trip over those shoes very, very quickly if you've got big shoes and you're doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so thank you for sharing that. I think there's some really good insights. I, I want to just go, before I ask uh, you know, how the listeners can connect with you and reach out to you, because I think there's some real nuggets here that they can take away. <laughs> I, I mentioned as I was reading your, your, your bio there, the word wealth several times. Okay. Mm. And the word wealth has certain effects on people's perception of what it means okay and some of the listeners uh, will think of wealth in pure finance some people will think about wealth as finance and having choices some people will see wealth as something that you shouldn't strive towards and I know, I know a lot of business owners who sabotage their business because they start to become wealthy and they feel guilty because of perhaps the way they were brought up or the way that they've the culture they live in just give us a little bit about what your sort of definition or your interpretation of wealth is for the listeners so that when you tell us more about yourself, we can understand what you mean by wealth when you say you're a wealth advisor. Of course. So um, wealth has a lot to do with truth. Um, I, I believe in truth and truth is the way it is, no matter what. Uh, truth is The truth is the truth. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for, for example, like even if you, even if you look at, uh, growth and expression of self and so on and so forth and wealth, the truth is that every human being is designed evolutionarily to be wealthy. We are designed to be wealthy. Why? Because we are part of nature. And if you're religious, you can say we are part of creation. Mm -hmm. And if again, if you're religious, you believe that God or a deity is in every cell of your body, omnipresent, omnipotent, right? They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't believe in that, you is the same with nature, because you can't disagree if you're Buddhist or whatever, you are part of nature. 
the same cell that is in your body, the same protons, electrons, and so on and so forth, is the exact same that are in a tomato, right? It doesn't matter. It's, it's the same um, energy, the exact same thing that we all live on is the energy of nature, the energy of creation. Okay, yeah. that's the truth, number one. That's one truth. Yeah. Another truth is that creation, by default, expands. By the you will never just plant a seed and it will just stay a seed and say I'm just hmm. gonna stay a seed. No, yeah. it has never. It has the ambition to be the biggest and best apple tree there is, and it ha it so wants true. to have as many children and as many branches and as many leaves and as many beautiful uh, apples, right? And so on and so forth. And it it has it has growth, it has evolution, it has wealth in its design. It mm. wants to be wealthy. It wants to grow. It wants to create. It's want it wants to be abundant. And that's every cell in your body. Yeah. And if you do not believe me, you just do one exercise. Uh, close your like with one hand. Uh, stop your breathing through your nose and your mouth and just stay like that for 10 minutes. Hmm. You will not be able to because your body will fight against death with everything it can. It wants the opposite. It wants life and as much of it as possible, as yeah. much abundance, as, as much uh, excitement, as many memories, as much creation and so on. And if, by the way, if you manage by a miracle to keep yourself from breathing, your body will literally knock you out. Like, this, yes. this guy is something screwed <laughs> up with this guy. Let's give him a reset. Let's like shut down the operating system. Let's yep. reboot. It's, you will it's literally so true, faint. Yeah. Yep. You will literally faint because that's the last resort of the body. It's unplug it, right? Like unplug it and then plug it back in and see yep. maybe. It, but it will not let you kill yourself. It's as simple as that, right? Uh, so basically, that's another truth. Um, a third truth that you can take a look at is that an apple tree will only become an apple tree. It will not become an orange tree. It will not become a, a kiwi. It will not become a banana. It will only be an apple tree. So through your design, you're uniquely designed to be very good at some things. And when you live in alignment with nature, you will be the happiest, you'll be the most fulfilled, you, you, you will be able to give back, you'll be the most productive, right? Yeah. You will want to live, you will wake up excited to yeah. do your work today, right? And a lot of these philosophies you can find in Stoicism, you can find them from Epictetus, from Seneca, from Marcus Aurelius. Aurelius says it very clearly. We are, we are all here to do the best we can within society, to do our role. What is our role? Where maybe you are an engineer, maybe someone else is a painter, maybe someone else is a writer, someone else is a builder, someone else is a cook. We need cooks, we need chefs. They're delicious, I love it, yeah. right? And, 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 and I wouldn't want to be a chef, you know, I don't like it. But th there are some people that couldn't think of doing anything other than cooking because they're so fascinated by, by it. And you can look at these differences and say, oh gosh, you know, he's never going to be rich by cooking. But the guy's 10 times wealthier than you are because every right. time he wakes up happy, 
and you're miserable, right? Yeah. So, so what's the difference? Please excuse me, right? So wealth means living life in accordance with truth. Wealth means living at your full potential. Wealth, wow. wealth means, you know, being the best version of yourself, having the best business you can have, or if you're not an entrepreneur, you know, having the best craft that you can have, right? Like, again, whether you're a programmer or a yeah. writer, or whatever you are, right? Uh, and so on and so forth. It doesn't matter. Uh, some people are amazing managers. They would never want to be the business owner because they don't want to envision. There are three types of people in a business, the tactician, the manager, and the visionary, right? And so some people just love to manage. They just, they're amazing managers. They, 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 they love it. They love the Excel spreadsheets. They love the timetables. They love figuring out stuff. They love the reports, right? Everything. Some people can't stand that, but they love to be the engineer. They love to just build the programs. They love to do the marketing, the PPC, the, the content. They love to, you know, whatever it is that they do. They, they love to be the accountant. They love to look at the numbers, right? But they wouldn't love to manage accountants. They just love yeah. to do the, the books. So again, you are the apple tree. Figure out what you want to do. And by the, like, I help all of my clients figure this out. But basically, you figure that out. And once you start living in, a, in uh, accordance with that, you'll see you'll make more than enough money that, than you need. You, you know, your life will be just so much better yeah. in every way. And listeners, I think what you've just had there is a an absolute masterclass in what wealth means. Because, you know, how many celebrities do we see where we think, look at them, they're wealthy, and, and then they, you know, they do take their own life. But obviously, they don't do it by holding their nose in their mouth, because I know that doesn't work. Um, only from studying, not by practice, by the way. But you've you've had a complete masterclass on what wealth means there and, and that fulfillment uh definitely yeah and so many nuggets I, I i've written two post-it notes of notes as you were going through that there so and listeners i know you could hear the passion and you can't see it uh, because this is an audio podcast but if you'd have seen robert waving his hands his body was excited his face was excited and i'm sure you sensed the passion from that because it is so important and not only is it is important for us to realize that we're an apple tree it goes back to what we were saying earlier on, Robert, doesn't it? If an apple tree comes to you and says, I want to be an orange tree, it's not a good fit. No, no, it's not. And, that's and where, they really want to become together. an orange tree. <laughs> they they really want do. to. Well, but, they but, say they do. It's not, yeah, they say that, that's the thing. Yes, they really think that they want to be an orange tree, but you're like, dude, you're yeah. an amazing apple tree. Let's just make more apples. Let, let's work together so you become yeah. an even greater apple tree. We can do so many things. Like it's yeah. crazy how many things and they can shine like stars. It's crazy. Yeah. And they can make as much money as they want. You know, it, it's it's super cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Give us an idea of where we have to reach out to you. And where can we find out more about you? Where can we become part of your community? Give us a bit of an idea. So as long as you Google my name, the entire first page of Google should be me. Um, okay. uh, it's it's uh, Robert. Indriesh, I-N-D-R-I-E-S. I also have robertindriesh.com um, and uh, you can reach out to me there um, on the, um, um, what's it called, on the website or you can mail me. I think it's uh, mail at robertindriesh.com. If you do mail me, uh, email me or anything, um, I, uh, I promise to reply. Just tell me that you've heard about me on this podcast 
Yeah. And I promise to take the email very seriously, get back to you quickly and so on. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll put a couple of links in the show notes as well uh, to your portfolio and to the uh, the subscription area of your site where they can go to the sort of the the the, the wealth community there as well. So great. Now, I don't know how to ask this, and I always feel guilty with every listener when I ask this because every listener always gives us so much value before this point. But if you were to give people one thing that they could take away from this podcast and let's let's give people something they could do in a very short space time a week or two weeks or even a few days what lesson or tip would you give to the listeners today that they can take away if you haven't already i suggest you um, take books very seriously because it's there's so much and when i say that i don't mean listen to 50 books a year and no 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 yeah read one and actually implement one and take responsibility for implementing that if you don't know which one to choose you can start with success principles from jack canfield right that's mm, an amazing yeah, book yeah take the very first success principle first chapter is going to take you 15 minutes to read and do not move on to chapter two until you've implemented that. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Read <laughs> yeah. it. And then if you do that one thing, don't read another book in your life until you do that one thing. Like make sure that's 100% part of you and no excuses, by the way, because I've tried. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what I put for myself. It took me three weeks to to try and implement it. And after three weeks, I gave up. I said, I can't. I can't it's, this is too much. That was the first time I tried. Wow. Now... Uh, I can say maybe I'm 90% there. And this is me 10 years after I read the book. Yeah, I'm 90% to implementing the first success principle, let's say. And that success principle and every other book you ever read, you know, on, on discipline from uh, Jim Rohn is, has some amazing books, you know, uh, and so on and so forth. But again, you can say, I know this stuff. If you know this stuff for 10 years, you would by now be a deca millionaire. And I am not exaggerating because I've been there, I've done that, right? And I feel I haven't implemented everything I've learned. And that's the only reason why I'm not making hundreds of millions a year, right? Because yeah. I know exactly what I did not do, but I don't need to read more books. I, I just need to actually take those that I know are the best, right? And if you guys need more recommendations, just reach out to me. But take this seriously and read it and then implement. And then don't just read, implement, yeah. right? And, and so that's, that's what I would tell them because all of the information is already out there. Anyone that works with me, I, I, I'm young. You know, like some of my clients are 25 years older than I am. And, and I work with them and I help them grow. And they ask me, how do you, like, how do you have so much wisdom? And I tell them because I actually implement the learning. Learning yeah. isn't learning until you do. Yeah. You haven't learned it until you're doing it consistently, until not it's a, until it's don't, not a part of your life. Don't, don't you find, Robert, as well, that people do the same with courses and programs? Yeah, everything, uh, if, everything, if, everything. Yeah, if yes. I sign up to a program, I don't start the next one until I've worked through the current program and I've implemented what yeah. I've learned. And sometimes yeah. I try. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been like you, overwhelmed trying to implement everything. Yeah, very often if you can take one or two things that you can make a difference with, then that makes such a difference. 
So uh, great tip and success principles by Jack Canfield, definitely. Now that's changed the question I was going to ask you next, okay? Because <laughs> I was going to ask you if you could have your next water with apple cider vinegar and turmeric in there with your favourite book, what would that book be? But I'm going to change the question, okay? Because mm -hmm. you've given okay. us a, a book there. You've mentioned Jim Rowan and there's you know, uh, other people out there as well. If you could have that drink with a dream person, somebody that, live or dead, that you could have a conversation with over that water with the apple cider in it, who would that person be and where? Where would the location be? So many people. Hmm. So many. It's crazy. So many people I'd like to. Um, Why you think of it, let me tell you mine, okay? Because okay. you've made me think about somebody. Because um, I don't normally answer this question, it's normally the guest. My person that I would have my coffee with, because that's what I'm drinking today, coffee, would be with Robin Williams. Robin Williams? And the reason it would be, you know, because he seemed to have so much, so much laughter, so much joy in his life, so much wealth, yet in so many ways was so broken in so many aspects and i'd love to have that coffee with him and ask him if he could go back and implement something that he learned that would make a difference to his end mm -hmm. what would it be <laughs> good one i um and that was robin williams a comedian not robbie williams the Singer, yeah, yeah. He, I'm also yeah, a fan yeah, of his yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I um, I'm going to go out on a little limb here. Okay. Maybe maybe it's a bit strange. I can say other other people as well if if you're interested because I'm I'm sure the the question was meant for something else. Um, but I would have that with my mom, with oh. my mother. Um, yeah. She's still alive, but. I cannot but be grateful for for all of the love she has given me my entire life. And I can say that if I can ever afford to have some a few spare hours to spend with someone, I would yeah. definitely spend it with her. Yeah. And it would be good to tell her what you've just told us as well. Because I'm sure she'd I'm sure you already do that, but it'd be good for her to hear it, definitely. Well, listeners, I think all we can do is put our hands together and say thank you for how Robert has served us in this podcast. Yeah, we've had an absolute overwhelming abundance, uh, which as I know, you know, fulfilled many parts of, of our questions and our lives right now on, on that topic. Um, thank you so much for being a guest and thank you for giving incredible, outstanding value. And now I know what the entrepreneur.com meant by an international tycoon. <laughs> yeah i can see the difference right there so thank you for being a guest you've been absolutely amazing thank you so much as well and listeners now it's over to you do two things read that book the success principles by jack canfield and reach out to robert and tell him what you've done with that book 
reach out to him and find out more about what wealth could mean to you and your life and what kind of apple tree, what kind of orange tree you deserve to be. But please stick to the tree that you're meant to be. I think we, we can definitely agree on that from this podcast. And as always, leave us a review and tell us what you thought of this podcast and the tips that Robert has shared. And as always, I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.